Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? Peasant chat. That's right. We're talking to the poorest people on the planet, but the poor people did support a couple of racers to get going back a couple of weeks ago. We did support Alec Bledsoe, LMP of MD, uh, get his Camaro up there. They must have had a bunch of support. He was up there with a couple of cars, a couple of customers. They had food every day. Like the, the guys cook like pork butt. Like, like, they're just badass stuff. Uh, they invited me over to uh, hang out, but I just didn't have time. That's why I think going to these events, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. You can race and be around people that you know and love, but you can't interact with them if you're racing. When you're racing, you're literally stuck in your pit all day, and all you're doing is attending uh, to the race car. So today what we're going to talk about is the 24 Mustang California Special, the gayest troll car ever conceived. There has to be somebody at Ford that is absolutely trolling the shit out of Ford and coming up with the gayest designs, gayest colors, gayest out, gayest configurations I've ever seen. Purple wheels. Purple wheels is what we see on Instagram thought car chicks. Purple wheels and purple inserts where the fog lights would go is where emo stupid wannabe look at me respect all build car chicks put on their cars purple does not belong on any car owned by a man ever but apparently there's somebody at ford that loves to troll the shit out of this setup also we're going to talk about 24 mustang being turbocharged without a tune and how absolutely stupid that is and I'll tell you the mechanical reasons why it's stupid. And people are online defending it. It's okay on the stock tune. It'll make 600 horsepower at, you know, 5 PSI. Oh, okay. So tell me what happens, dickhead, at 26 degrees of timing with 5 or 6 PSI on pump gas without any tuning or scaling of the spark tables. Tell me what happens over time with that. Because I know 4 a fact 24 mustangs have suffered engine failure when people try to string it out without a tune do you hear about it hell no because it would be embarrassing but do i know for a fact and seen it with my own two eyeballs that 24 and up mustangs without tuning that people are ragging out have failed yes we'll talk about it but not before mr bill o'reilly says hello to the people here We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. It does suck. You're right, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. Let's get after it. Two out of solutions, Rami Zanan. Two out of solutions, Puerto Rico. Mira, puso una pola más pequeña en el carro y no está bregando bien. I don't know. Looks good to me. <laughs> Two out of solutions. Race Motive, Race Motive over in Pennsylvania, Pocono, MIR, Roll Racing, check, check them out on Instagram, Race Motive. Dina Half Performance, Dina Half Performance, check them out for Black Friday deals. Mention YDBT and we'll see if you get some kind of discount. I think it's like 10% or so if you mention YDBT and the show at checkout. Park Farm, parkfarm.com, parkfarm on Instagram, parkfarm everywhere. They finally got a crash 24 Mustang in. Check it out if you want to see some of the gayest Clout vehicles on the planet crashing. They got one. Check them out. Conformers, conformers.com. 1.7 liter blowers running eight. Well into the eights. Crazy shit. Con performance. 
Check him out for all of your porting needs. UltimateHeader, UltimateHeader.com. UltimateHeader on Instagram. PMAS. Nick James. PMAS. We have made over 2,600 horsepower with one of his, I think, HPX math sensors. Calumer Transmission. Calumer Transmission.com. Calumer Transmission on Instagram. Calumer Transmission everywhere. For your MT82, T56, 15, actually 11 to 24 transmission manual Mustang neat let's get after it say hi to the people here and we'll talk some shit on the 24 Mustang twin turbo shit and whatever else the peasants want to talk about Redbird Whipple Joe Jackson upgrade clean 93 GT said hello first not just a bias plies Richard Whedon five liter beater five liter beater Bus Willis Mike Jones nitrous and bias plies the wolf 2000 MCR Darren Harper B Turoviate holy shit he actually got a job and he can only show up on Tuesdays to rule me out there racing. Wow. James and Jay, YB Favrouche, Butcher CS, Mr. Glock, Butcher, Michael Day, SK Productions, Butcher again, Jeffrey, Butcher again, he's spamming the shit out of the chat, Abdullah, Alabasi, Lewis Motorsports, Jeffrey again, spamming the motherfucker, Travis, Coyote Kelly, Ken McAllister, Monty 540, Style, Devin Marth, uh, Minibag Batman, Jose Garcia, Joey G, Teacher Scorsese, Chris Henderson, Minibag again, JD Swag, Butcher again. He doesn't have anything else going on. JD Swag, what's up, brother? JD Swag, Monty Rogers, uh, Swag Don't Touch says we in the lot. Mini Bike Madman, Corner Blue, Josh Roy, Corner Blue, The Penny, Cole Daniel, The Penny again, Mini Bike again. Oh my God, three people are chatting. Let's go all the way to the bottom so people can actually wake the fuck up. FLKA, Eminem, AMR, Ken Phillips, Corner Blue, Donkey Mac, John 97, Dempsey, John Oliver, John DiNapoli. Jay says hello, hello. Uh, and Grant Wilbur. Now let's. You know, you know who I feel sorry for more than anybody? Andrew Guillermo, Harley Tequache Mode, Cobra Engineering, Perez, James Williams, what's up, brother? Good enough performance, Joe Goodenough, getting, um, the guys, guys a legit tuner. If you got some SCT shit and you want something tuned, two-valve, three-valve, Coyote stuff, good enough is a good choice. Uh, so, I feel sorry for people like American Muscle, CJ Pony Parts, anybody that needs the 24 Mustang to sell parts. Because regardless of what Ford puts out, Ford could put out a dildo on four wheels and you would see Bill at CJ Pony Parts try to install Corsa blow my dicks out the bitch. Because he has to. He has no other options. Look at this absolute abortion of a vehicle Ford is putting out there. You, are you, do you suck dick? Do you love gob gobbling nuts? Well, we got the car for you. Introducing the California Special with its super gay wheels, super gay badges, dumb purple highlights, and probably the best vehicle to suck your boyfriend's dick in is now here with Pirelli P0s to make sure you got plenty of grip taking the corners while his dick is in your mouth. And now Brembo brakes will stop really quickly when you nut. That's right, here it is, the what the fuck? Well, look at this abortion of a vehicle. What? Well, the stitching, that's gonna, can you imagine the stitching looking all jizzed up after you suck your boyfriend's cock? Oh, yeah, mm. Do I have like a, do I have any slurping sound effect here? Let me see, yeah, I do have slurping sound effect. Oh, yeah. That's your boyfriend. Oh, yeah. You like that? Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Your beard. Your beard on my nuts. Yeah, this... this. <laughs> ah! 
I feel so sorry for the people that have to support this absolute piece of shit because they have to, and they have to wash Ford's balls nonstop to make that absolute piece of shit relevant. Somebody has to be trolling Ford. There is a designer, somebody out there that is trolling the shit out of Ford, and they're giving them the green light to put this shit out there. A purple insert wheels. Purple! Alex, you don't get it. Millennials like purple. (laughs) Sorry, millennials are old now. Zoomers. Zoomers can't afford this. Zoomers don't have a job. So who is your target audience? It has to be some old fuck, right? It has to be some old fuck that lives in the villages and swings. I mean, I can't imagine this vehicle is for like... Imagine you're a blue-collar worker, and you just, like, I don't know, erected a building somewhere, and you're, like, a steel worker, and you, all right, guys, have a good day. I'm out of here. I'm going to get in my purple-wheeled-equipped California Special Mustang and go home to my wife and kids. No, he gets in his Dodge Ram. He gets in his F-450. He gets in a super manly truck that has, like, bullets for lug nuts and goes home. Who the fuck is this car for? Ford. I love you, and I'd love for you guys to actually, like, get your heads out of your asses when it comes to vehicles that you're putting out there. Not only did you put this out there, you started introducing Whipple-equipped Mustangs, which I guess it's okay, but when you look at the car, you're like, oh, my God. Can Ford just make a vehicle for men? Or is it like a gender-neutral, do-not-offend-anybody vehicle? Purple. White wheels. Like, gay shit everywhere. So, again, I don't know who their target audience is. At least you can say Ford and Dodge never did anything this gay. And if anyone ever made fun of Ford owners for being gay, all they got to do is point to this car. A Cali special with purple inserts, purple wheels. Stupid. It's just stupid. So, I'm blown away that someone is allowing this and saying, yes, put this into production. The only saving grace of this vehicle is that maybe the UAW will install the wrong shit in it and make it look halfway decent because that's what, if anything, that's what they're good at. Being really shitty at their job now that they're making 30% more money and potentially $100,000 to have a robot put on fenders in the wrong wrong seat, you know, in the wrong side. Ain't my job. So we'll talk about that also. Twin Turbo 24 Mustangs are now shown to be, I don't know, they're out there. And again, not in mass. There's just like one or two guys, stupid guys, one or two retarded people and companies that installed Twin Turbo kits on their cars. And they sit there and they rev it. It is just as stupid to put turbo kits on a 24 Mustang than it was to put it on a C8 without tuning. Now, why is that? As a tuner, I know exactly what's going on in the combustion chamber. If you have a 19-pound injector, you have, let's say you're fooling the computer, old school, and you're able to squeeze in like a Predator injector in there, and you're fooling the computer somehow. I think, you'll, I think okay, you have enough fueling, but the spark, what are you going to do about the spark? At high loads, the car will see 25 or 26 degrees of timing. So, if you're an old school nitrous guy, what happens when you have a 11 to 1 compression small block forward, let's just say, 
You leave the NA timing in it, 30 degrees. And then you shove 150 shot in it. What happens in the combustion chamber, even if you have a colder plug? Nine times out of 10, the strap is going to disappear. The strap will be gone. It is too much spark for the air load. Now, people say, it's no big deal, five or six PSI. Five or six PSI on a 12 to 1 compression motor on pump gas with 25 or 26 degrees of timing is stupid. But Alex, what if they install race gas? It's still stupid. Going wide open throttle in a 24 Mustang, yes, it'll make power. But in the combustion chamber, what you're doing is you are stressing everything out. So what can you expect to see in these cars? Burned up plugs, burned up valve, burned up something eventually until tuning gets figured out. Then you can put a bigger injector in it and lower timing to about 15 or 16 at about 8 PSI. That's where it should live. 15 or 16 degrees tops. I have seen cars with an ESS and a 120 millimeter pulley, 18 to 23, 12 to 1 compression, hate pump gas timing at 15 degrees so imagine you have 10 on top of that 10 degrees on top of that with let's say three less pounds of boost actually because it's twin turbo it's totally different five or six psi twin turbo is about 10 psi on a on an ess kit trust me the the cylinder pressure in a five to six psi twin turbo kit is about the same cylinder pressure as a 10 psi centrifugal setup so if you have 10 more degrees of timing with pump gas and a small injector, how stupid do you have to be? And how much, how desperate are you for clout to put that out there? Put it out there. Blow it up. Sell it to customers. Let the customers put it on and go watch and wonder why the fuck did the car explode, burned up a plug, or literally rocked the ring land loose and now you're burning oil in that cylinder. Because you did not wait for tuning. Every single person that hears this chat has heard me say the following. This is a dud until tuning comes out. I don't care that you went 10s, NA, no tune. If you put in fifteen to $17,000. I don't care that you went 9s, no tune. If you're willing to blow it up, it is just a clout chase. So if it's not tunable right off the rip, there's no reason to buy this car unless you are cloud chasing. Now, if you're cloud chasing, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with trying to become famous with a vehicle. The, now, is it worth blowing up the vehicle to chase that clout? I'm not looking to do that. I put my GT500 on the dyno yesterday. Full of issues. Obviously, I have to configure some things differently. Video will drop today at 6. But... If I would have been a cloud chaser, I would have kept ragging it out multiple, like 20 runs instead of just trying to say, let me let off. I'll come back another day, configure it properly because there's a couple of things that I think I have to change and I'll let the video explain that and come back to live another day. If I was a cloud chaser, I would have just kept ragging it out nonstop until I met my goal. And if a blow up happens on the dyno, so be it. I'm not that guy. I have a, I have credibility. And, and to, to me, credibility is worth more than clout. And the credibility translates to my job. If you trust me to tell you what is proper, then I am more likely to win your business via Lund 
than not. If I am telling you, don't listen to anyone, you know, all the haters, you can absolutely twin turbo a 24 Mustang at 5 or 6 PSI, pump gas, 26 degrees of timing, and be safe. I would say this. The people that are making those um, statements, you should be able to back up those statements in the event that the car blows up. So let's say yada yada racing says here yo install twin turbo it's gonna be fine we got the parts to make it work okay so if it blows up i got this in writing if it blows up it's on you 100 percent because i'm believing that you know enough about this combination that it is safe and i'm buying it under the assumption that you got my back and you're not going to put my car in danger for clout right they would never sign that no shop would ever sign that. There is, There are no guarantees in racing. But if you're telling people putting twin turbos on a 24 Mustang without tuning is fine, then back it the fuck up with a guarantee. Put out a contract that says if this blows up the way we can figure it and you're out there ragging it out 25 degrees, pump gas, 6 PSI twin turbo, we got you 100%. Engine, anything that blows up on this thing, it's on us. Are you willing to do that? If not, shut the fuck up and wait for tuning. Plain and simple. Also, the Whipple kit came out for the 24 Mustang. We talked about that before. Um, it's a similar package that they had on F-150s. If you started seeing some of these F-150 packages, by the way, did you see how awesome those F-150 packages run? And people from Whipple were making every excuse on the planet to determine as to why that truck got beat by an NA GT NA Camaro. A supercharged truck, Whipple supercharged truck, 21 and up, got its ass donkey stomped by a stock Camaro and a stock Mustang. So that does not give me that much hope that the Mustang will be that much better unless they have such better tuning that it'll allow the car to be a 10 second car on pump gas. Now, because it is Whipple and Whipple has the stamp of approval from Ford, that means that they're going to put a bigger injector in it. Whipple calibration, torque reduction up the ass. This thing is not going to shift good. Uh, I'm sorry. No, not one month. I wish I had it. I wish I had it. Did I, did I get rid of not one motherfucker? Not one motherfucker? Not one motherfucker. Not one Whipple tune has good, strong, trans-shifting. Not one motherfucker. Not one. I've never gotten in a Whipple-tuned vehicle and gone, oh my God, this transmission tuning is significantly better than stock. Not one motherfucker. So we'll see what this Mustang does. I think it'll be a 10-second car. I think it'll be a 10-8, 10-7 car or something like that. 10R80. But it's gonna sound like butt cheeks. Ten seven. My car is badass. Meanwhile, the clutches exit stage left. We'll talk about it. What do you think about the twenty four Mustang California Special, twin turbo douchebags, and the Whipple package? Bullshit or the most awesome thing ever because it's the last one left. Stupid. Stupid. I can't wait till the Charger comes out with that inline six hurricane. And Dodge, do me a favor. No purple anywhere. Sure, make sure you um, 
Make it super desirable to black guys. I don't give a fuck, but make it fast. And that'll just make Ford change their outlook, making purple California specials, shitty 24 Mustangs, or at least open up the tuning somewhere, somehow. We'll talk about it. Oh my God, that's a big, long intro. It's a 20-minute long intro, but you know what? I got it out, so it's all good. Uh, Mr. Prime says, hey, Alex, did you see that Haggerty video of the Dark Horse losing to a Camaro SS? Yes. Let's go. Let's do it. Because a Haggerty Camaro versus Dark Horse. It's, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys understand what I've been trying to say with this Dark Horse. It's a dud. And everything about it is a dud. But a lot of people keep questioning me about everything. They're like, Alex, you don't know what you talk about. Da, da, da. And and they say, this is the only thing that people say. Well, at least they, they're, they, they're still making the Mustang. I don't care if they're still making the Mustang. Imagine you're the last one left and you're getting beat by the previous gen. What the hell happened there? Torque reduction? The dark horse is out by a car, and on the shift, it it just it just it just did nothing. It just did nothing. Let me see. Let me see the beginning of the video. This is ridiculous. It looks like the Mustang either hit traction control or, or torque reduction death. Okay, it's not spinning that much. This one's spinning a little bit. It's a man. It's a manual. It's a manual, and they had a non-driving motherfucker in it. Guys, I figured it out. This is the first time I see the video. It's a manual. Listen to the shift. Oh, my Lord. It's a fucking non-driving motherfucker. Yep, it's a manual. Yep, it's a manual, and he can't drive. Oh, but, but look at this. Holy shit. The Mustang didn't even stop the pull, or does it? Nope, it's not. There it is. Did it stop? No, it didn't stop the pull. Oh, bro, it's a non-driver. Oh my God, it's a non-driver. So, basically, on the one-two shift, it lost. So let's see. It went up against all the Supra. Okay, now this is the other issue. They still make the Supra. They still make the BMW. They still make the three something Z. So. Just because they stopped making Camaro and Dodge Chargers and Challengers doesn't mean there aren't comp there's a competition out there. Action. Let's see if the guy actually shifted properly here. Uh, oh, well, this doesn't look good. <laughs> okay. It's a manual, yeah. Guy can't drive for shit. Okay. Oh my God! This BMW on the gear shift. Look at that. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> bro. Oh my God. The BMW is fucking. Oh my. Oh my God. Stop it. He's already dead. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Holy shit. BMW guys are rejoicing. Mortimer. We're back. What the hell is wrong with BMW? Exactly. I'm not going to get span this video. Guys, watch this video. This thing 
on the gear shift was out so hard. Look at this. Of the third third gear. Okay, so if you're next to a BMW M2, I think that is, and if you're if you're if he's at your door and he hits third gear, you're gone. You're dead. You're dead. Oh my lord. Wow. Ford, you are fucked. Ford, I don't care that you have a dark horse. I don't care that you're the last one left. If I'm looking at new vehicles right now, this one is tunable. This one is lighter. This one is the same price. This one is the one to get. Period. I'll watch the rest of that video later on so I can reference it on Tuesday. So you're telling me, Ford, you're, you're getting your rocks off of being the last one left and the, B, the BMW is fucking you up like that? Stop it. Stop it. It's a fucking dud certified. And that video proves it. It beat it by like two cars. Whew. Stop it. Stop it. It's tunable. It's tunable. So don't talk to me about Ford anything. And when they unlock the tuning, this this car better wake up. If, if Lund gets a hold of this car and we don't see huge differences between the stock tune and the aftermarket tune, might have to start looking at BMWs. Fuck all this shit. Bro, what the fuck happened there? Jason said in the video they were running into grind into second gear with the Tremec. The Tremec? 3160, if I'm not mistaken, is the biggest piece of shit ever. And you are seeing TikTokers, Zoomer TikTok people that have never experienced anything in their life. They were born after uh, 9-11. They were born after YouTube was invented. They have no point of reference as to what Tremec is or isn't. The 3160 Tremec is a piece of shit. You got a Mach 1? The Tremec sucks. You got a dark horse, the Tremec sucks. That, just because it says Tremec on it, does not mean it's better. The MT82 overall is a better transmission from 18 and up than any Tremec 3160. M2 is the same price too, $70,000. So if I'm a racer, which one am I going to get? The tunable all-wheel drive BMW? That cost $70,000 or the untunable rear-wheel drive almost 4,000-pound GT or Dark Horse. It is an absolutely easy choice. And Ford thinks that they're winning something by having the last car left in the domestic market. Meanwhile, they're Supers 300Zs or 370Zs or whatever the fuck they're called. And the now most desirable M2, M3 with the B58, S58, you're a downpipe and a tune away and an E50 mix from running serious times. Unreal. Dark horse equals dark brand. And Ford meant they were the last one in a race. It's an SS with a ZL1 front bumper. Uh, Alex is right about everything except BMW sucking. No, the BMW suck. We're, we're talking peasant slow shit. Okay, guys? We're talking peasant slow shit. Tens is nothing. Stock Teslas run 950s. 
That's a hundred thousand dollars. That's really eighty. So we're talking cards that are attainable and quick now. So tens, high nines. I would never be caught dead in a BMW because of the culture. I would never be caught dead in a new Mustang because of the culture. Alex, who cares about culture? I care about it. I care. Sorry, I care. The Gen 3 that I had, I owned because we wanted to do vetting on the manual version of the Gen 3. There is no huge change from 21, from let's say 18 to 23. I would never buy the 24 because I just don't like the looks and I don't like the culture around it. It is a clout-based culture. People that came over from the um, <clears throat> Subaru Honda world gravitated towards S550 EcoBoost cars. Then they went into the GT stuff and they brought their bullshit with it. Once they started having Pikachu and weird fucking uh, 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 Dragon Ball Z characters on the window and hanging off the tailpipe, I'm like, yeah, I'm done with this car. Yeah, I'm done. Because I don't want to be part of that culture. So I'll stick to old school gay shit. That's why I got the ZR1. You can call me a, uh, uh, what do you call it, a midlife crisis or whatever. Cool, I will beat your ass in my midlife crisis car. I got the Shelby, so things aren't terrible. But you won't catch me dead in any new S550 simply because of the culture. And the same thing with the M2. I don't want to be lumped in with the Jay Walkers of the world. This snooty guy that thinks he's badass that runs nines. Nines! Not eights, not sevens, nines. Ford is winning something, winning the award for the longest short bus rider. That background you have is hilarious. I can't stop laughing. Oh, what's he talking about? Blows my mind hearing people born after 9-11 write. People that have no idea what the world was like before that black swan event to now, they're just living in this weird la-la land where they're saying, it's got a Tremec, it's better. I'm like, boy, you didn't go through the 3550 days. You didn't go through the TKO 500 days. You didn't go through the TKO 600 days. And you're telling me this bitch-ass 3160 is good? Boy, shut your fucking whore mouth with that bullshit. You don't like the culture, but you're willing to get a plaid, the worst car culture. It does not. I'm sorry, Zodic's Garage. There is no worse culture than the Mustang culture. I'm sorry. Crashing into cars. Ford is literally putting out gay cars. Purple wheels. Certified. Mustang culture is the worst culture. Tesla culture is snooty. Sure, you're telling me a 9.4 second plaid S is gay? Vaya con Dios, if that's the case. Dodge will find a way to appeal to a certain customer base. They can install a blunt bin in the center console. Like, why doesn't a new Dodge come with, uh, what is it? Is it back? What is it? Uh, back. Uh, uh, what, what, what is it? What is it called? The uh, backwoods? I mean, <laughs> you should get, you should get a pallet of backwoods uh, for <laughs> with your Dodge. Ooh, racial undertones. I mean, I don't know. I mean, imagine getting a demon and you get a, a suitcase of skinnies, a different computer for drag racing, and a bunch of backwoods. <laughs> like the backwoods palette is more desirable than anything. Man, what you... Man, get the fuck in here, man. Not only you get this motherfucker at 25%, right? Do you know what I am saying? I do know what you are saying. You get a pallet of backwoods. Oh, sit on, sign me up. 
Uh, Truviate says, I like my T5 third gear. Makes a butt pucker, but I actually enjoy how notchy it is. Tends to sound more aggressive with the pedal mashed. Jesus, I miss my car. Oh, my God. Gen 3 head bolts, limits for boost, centrifugal car. I wouldn't, it's not a head bolt limit. To be honest, Jake, the limit on Gen 3s and up is the Ringland. The ring pack, the piston rings, are not gapped properly for boost. It's a NA situation. So what you're going to start seeing in a failure point is the ring land on the piston, the actual shoulder where the rings seat on because they're too tight. And if you pressurize the dome a little too much, the piston tends to squeeze the ring land. The rings tend to compress because the gap is on the tight side and the ring land is shallow and it tends to boop. Take the chunk out of that ring land, and that means now you have no no seal there, and the oil starts to come up through there, and you start to burn oil. That's what usually happens on Gen 3s. The ring land tends to pop. People keep saying this shit is the problem with them S650s. Uh, Plaid is too expensive to have a culture. It's nameless gray-faced culture, if anything. Regular Teslas, sure, but Plaid is totally different. Exactly. See, I didn't buy a C6 Corvette base. I didn't buy a C6 Grand Sport. I didn't buy a C6 Z06. I'm not saying I'm snooty and better than everyone else. What I'm saying is if I was going to buy a C6, it'd have to be a ZR1. If I'm going to buy a S197 Mustang, it'd have to be, actually, to be honest with you, the S197 Mustang, that culture's fine. S197 Mustang culture is now Fox Body culture modernized. S197 culture is a racing culture. S550 and up is a clout-based crash, Pikachu, fucking whatever. Uh, name your Dragon Ball Z character culture here. Uh, the plaid culture is not anything negative. You know, because typically Model 3 owners don't look at an S as the same. A lot of people, the S is a performance, the plaid is a performance vehicle. Model 3, Model Y, the 3 Highland, and the X, those are completely different people. What's better, a 2019 10R80 Mustang or the Dark Horse in the middle of a debate with these folks? The 19 10R80 Mustang is a better car overall. Why? Because you can go eights in it tonight. Right now, Mod Nationals is going on. Don't be surprised. And, and if you're surprised, so am I because you don't hear about it anywhere. It's like that. It's like that event is taking place in a black hole. Nobody hears about it. If you're on social media, unless you're following Mod Nationals and you follow certain Mustang pages, you don't even know that event is going on. But if you want to go to an event and watch some pretty fast cars, there's like 10 or 80 classes where cars are in the eights with like basic, basic shit, like super basic shit. The lunge are there, data logging and reviewing logs and helping guys, you know, run a little quicker. And most of the 10 or 80 cars that are supercharged or nine or eight second cars. Don't talk to me about a dark horse that's not tunable. The Demon 170, I'm going to say, is pretty wild. Once sold the Barrett Jackson for $225,000. Now, minibag. Is it true that there is a Dodge one Demon 170 owner out there in the fours, 60 to 130? Bone stock? That's impressive. Super owners are the ICE version of Tesla owners. I've never seen a huge group of snobs as I did during Supra's Invade Las Vegas. Checking in from Mod Nats, year two, catch a replay on my drive back. I know one size doesn't fit all, but what can those rings typically uh, running 12 PSI right now? Jake, it's more about your octane. If you're on 12 PSI pump gas, you're going to have issues. 
You're going to have issues. If you're on E85, you're not going to have issues up to 16, 17 PSI. You'll be fine. <clears throat> um, best year for car was 13, 14. No, it wasn't. 15 to 17. Uh, by far. For Mustangs, 15 to 17. Those cars with Gen 2 Mustang with a 6R80, which I've been screaming about for years now. You can go eights with less than 50,000 bucks. Car included, all in. Car included, all in. You can go eights in an S550 Mustang tonight. Aldo kit, converter, 252 off the shelf. Built 6R80 by Jake. Axles, drive shaft, E85 in a fuel system and a 1,000cc, maybe a 1,300cc injector. Bam, 899 no problem. Like, not even breaking a sweat. You can't do that with any other platform. Name another platform where you can go eight for under $50,000, all in, car included. Oscar Double said, what's up, Padrasto Alex? Hope you had a great week. I, had, I have not had a day off. Today is officially my first day off in two weeks, and I'm technically working. So, yeah, I haven't had a day off. So I'm happy to not work, but I'll be right back at it tomorrow. It sucks, but that's the, that's the life I chose. Like, the, like, a lot of people saw the race car videos and they're like, you, you're so lucky. You're so lucky you get to be around those cars. Guys, it sucks. Racing is a lot of work. If you think racing is only the winning, guys, we the winning, we got over it in two hours. We got over it in two hours. We're like, we won, celebrated, brought the car back, waited in. Then we had to search for Senior's phone. Senior's lost his phone, so <laughs> we had to look for a phone for an hour. And then we had to go back home. We ate at a, at, at, a, at a Wawa at 2 in the morning, woke up the next day at 7 in the morning, packed up, and drove back 14 hours. Like, the celebration was not great. It was like, okay, we won. Oh, you want 10, 10 grand? Okay, after taxes, that's seven grand. And uh, we spent 20 grand to attend this event. Uh, it, it, it's not fun. Stayed to watch Senior make a run in Grey Goose last night. Then that guy, two runs before him, blew up. Yeah, I told them not to run at all in that event, but they didn't listen to me. I'm a little disappointed about that. I'm like, that car needs to stay in the fucking trailer. Don't run it. There's nothing to prove to anybody. Bradenton sucks. Modnet sucks. Like, we, 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 we won the Super Bowl. There is no reason to go back to your local shit and race. Get the car configured differently. Come back out in February when it's cold. Do some testing. There is literally nothing to gain by racing or even making a pass at ModNets. You, only, you can only lose. Like You can only lose. Car spins. Everyone that thinks you suck goes, yep, look, Lund Racing can't fucking hook on a real track. They can only hook at... World Cup, there is no winning. There is no winning by racing that car at Modnat. There's only losing. But hey, uh, all I can do is advise. <clears throat> 15 to 17 is the cheat code. Alex puts us all on game. We see what Lund just did. Six is on a six R80, wow. See, um, someone um, on the chat the other day uh, said that. He goes, Alex has been preaching six R80 Gen 2 for years. Not one year, not two years, for like five years. I've been telling you, if you want to build a Mustang, you get a 6R80 equipped Gen 2 and get after it. And look at what we did with a Gen 2 control pack, Gen 2 6R80, or 6R80, it doesn't matter what generation, and uh, on an S197 chassis. 
Gen 2 is what you want to build if you want to go fast today. Brian Luna's car, Gen 2 computer. There are only two six-second stock ECU Coyotes. Both are Gen 2 computers. Please stop. It seems you're going to go on the Cooper Bogetti podcast. Again, there is no upside to that. Why would you want to go on the same podcast that Kelly Aiken and a bunch of weirdos have gone on? There is no upside to that. If he wants to go on, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. If Junior wants to go on it, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Alex, why did you go? Because I was like the third guest. Would I go back? No. There is no upside for, to me going on that podcast anymore. Cobra Engineering says, every time I go to the track, I have a wrench in my hand more than a beer. Exactly. It's just, it's just awful. The trophy is cool, though. Yeah, the cup is cool. What, the, 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 the trophy for the uh, World Cup? It's cool. It's literally a big gold-plated cup. Stop by for the like. Watch the replay Monday. I wish Ford Package came out with the FP800S package in the 15 to 17 years. Me too. Can't be tuned? Then fucking keep it. Tuners make cars superstars. Stock cars are for 60 plus five, 65 plus year old. I agree. I don't understand why anybody would want to buy a car that is not able to be tuned. I remember when the Roush packages came out in 15 to 17. They did that, actually, um, <clears throat> Kelly. Ford Performance did come out with 727 horsepower packages. They were called the Roush, the Roush packages uh, because it was a, 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 an offshoot of Ford Performance. And about after a month in of owning a 700 horsepower Roush car, you're like, I want to go faster. So VMP made a killing. VMP made an absolute killing. Upgrading, piggybacking off of the Roush name, saying we have an upgrade kit for your Roush. So every single Roush owner that thought that a warranty mattered, a warranty matters if you're okay going slow. Pump gas, LU47s, how fast do you think you're going to go? Oh, I got a phase two. Okay, phase two, it made 600 on the dyno, but the torque reduction and everything barely puts you into the mid-11s. So now people said, oh, I want to go fast, fast. Aftermarket tune, uh, MU52, bigger cold air, different elbow, and the car, and, and different um, tuning, and, the car, and a booster pump, the car magically was in the 10s. And you're like, oh, my God. So if you buy a 800S package uh, 2024 Mustang, you're going to get beat by everything else that's tuned. You might get beat by NA 18 to 23 cars with a Cobra Jet. You might get beat by a GT350 uh, NA tuned on E85 on a roll. So be careful. If you think that your 800 horsepower, 800 horsepower, which is behind the butthole, okay, that's how they measure horsepower on those packages, behind the asshole, like flywheel. That's, a Bobby, that's probably a, a mid-600 horsepower, maybe high-600 rural horsepower car with all the torque reduction on the planet. A GT350 car with, on the 85NA with headers might beat you on a roll. So be careful. Um, Gen 2 heads on the Grey Goose. Well, let's talk what Gen 2 means. Second generation is 15 to 17. On GT350, 16 to 20. So it has GT350 heads, a Predator motor, so Predator, Coyote motor, GT350 heads, Coyote variant, bolted on Predator cams with a Gen 2 uh, Reluctor, which they sell. They sell a Gen 2 style Predator cam with a Gen 2 Reluctor um, so you can use VCT 
and that car has VCT. The car has great working intake only VCT. The exhaust cam is locked. All of the architecture is basically Gen 2 on that car. That car is a Gen 2 Mustang in an S197 body, basically. Basically, because you can take a Gen 2 Mustang right now. You can take a 15 to 17 Mustang right now, put an FFRE built motor with a Predator bottom end, 350 heads, uh, Predator cams, and have it work flawlessly and run a stupid number. Somebody should do that. Somebody should do that. Somebody should build a Gen... We have the Blue Goose, but the problem is to build that against another $100,000. So let's say I had the Blue Goose. It's a Gen 2 architecture. I could say, hey, FFRE, I want the, the Grey Goose's motor. Okay, here it is. On the stock computer, I can make that car make 22, 3, 400 horsepower. The IRS is going to be my issue because it's going to want to do a wheelie. So I got to figure out how to keep it on the ground. That's a six-second car with a 4R200. Or a power glide or a turbo 400. I opt for a turbo 400 right away and bypass the 6R80 stuff because the Grey Goose has that covered. General computers are harder to tune or have less parameters to work with the big boy stuff. Um, let's talk about processing power. Um, let's say you have a, uh, remember the old Pentium computers? The old Pentium powered computers? Remember when you had like a Pentium 2? If, if I'm not mistaken, it was a Pentium 2. And compared to the previous stuff, it was fine. But then all of a sudden, you got into the fours and the newer stuff. And the computer just processed quicker. Hell, startup. Like, when you turn on your computer, I never turn my computers off. You understand? My tuning laptop is always running. This laptop is always running. It goes into sleep mode, but then it comes right back up, and it's running really fast. When you reboot your computer, everything would come up really fast on newer stuff. Think about, think about it that way when it comes to Gen 1 versus Gen 2. It's not that it is, there's less parameters. Let, let's be honest. I think Gen 1 is more desirable, and I think someone can go sixes with a Gen 1 computer. I have no doubt in my mind, if they wanted to, somebody could go sixes with a Gen 1 computer. It has more idle control. Gen 1 computers have idle air control. So you can make it idle better. You can come make it come off of D-cell better. All things being equal, the shift schedule on Gen 2 is more desirable than the shift schedule on Gen 1. Gen 1 is more of a suggestion. Gen 2 seems to be more of a command because it is OSS-based. I think it's also OSS-based on Gen 1. It's just the way that they populate it is mile-an-hour-based as opposed to output shaft speed-based. So I think if you really know what you're doing, I think you can make a Gen 1 computer go just as quick as a Gen 2, but the Gen 2 processes more, has more RPM capabilities. It's just generally better overall, but Gen 1 has better idle air control. Gen 1 is like Raspberry Pi versus a new one. Why did the announcer keep saying Lund's car has a Boss 302 engine? Because Senior put 302 on it. They asked engine type in the tech card, Senior went 302, when all he had to do was say, coyote but that 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 a whole nother conversation gen 2 you say 89 how much horsepower does it take to achieve that um 950 or 900 depending on how heavy the car is let's say you get the car down to 3700 pounds 
you can go eight nine in a Gen two Mustang with like a one three sixty foot at nine hundred and thirty rear wheel horsepower. Easily, easily, which is about a thousand fifty at the crank. And again, quarter mile run. Corey Grayley did it for years. Corey Grayley, he's a big boy. I think he's over three hundred pounds. The car weighed high thirty eight nine hundred. He went 880s every fucking day. Predator Voodoo blocks are about $2,200. Uh, Whipple F-150, what throttle house video slower than a stock 24 Mustang? Right. So, okay. So, understand this. When you guys see Whipple and all these ball, all the other ball washers saying, here it is. The, the 24 Mustang has a Whipple. Just go look at what the Whipple tuned. F-150s run. They don't run shit. No offense to Whipple. They make the power, but they don't run shit. They run worth it. They run nothing. Nothing impressive. I've never seen a Whipple-tuned car run a serious number. Just literally have not, ever. Glassroom Coyote says, My 18 Camaro SS with FFE, E85 stock, everything else, ran outran an RS3, 16 GT car, and half out of the hole and held it to 120 after it was tuned, I got freight train. See what I mean? So the moment you just get rid of the torque reduction, and some people still don't know what that means. Think of torque management for you Chevy cucks. The moment you get rid of any torque management, meaning it is just slamming into gear. You know, good, hard shifts. That, that's like three-tenths right off the rip from a quarter mile. Just turning off the torque reduction, same power. You hear a Roush car go down the track and say, it's like, it's like really soft. The throttle shuts or the spark is cut to make the shift. It's just gay shit. <clears throat> Nitrous Bias Spice says, Gen 1, 1, 2 shift is a little harder to hit if the car is spinning versus the Gen 2 computer. I agree. Just want a nine-second stick car. Need to start focusing on the car again and get it to the dyno and fix my fuel issue. Cole Daniel says, people get on my nerves saying a 5.2 Predator isn't technically Coyote. Sure it is. It's no different than a 302 versus a 306, just slightly bigger bore, still small block forward, same shit, right? So, it's a Coyote. And the people that say it's not a Coyote, okay, is a 4.8 LS an LS? Is a 5.3 LS an LS? Is a 6-liter LQ4 LS? Is a 6.2 an LS, like a LS3? An LS9 is an LS, a 7-liter. What is it, LS? I forget. Is it LS7? A 7-liter, a 7-liter Z06 motor is an LS. So, Gen 1 Coyote, truck, and Mustang. LS, I'm sorry, LS, Coyote, Gen 2 truck and Mustang, Coyote, the Gen 3 Voodoo, I'm sorry, the, the Voodoo uh, 16 to 20 is the only one you can probably go, eh, but all the parts fit, you can put 350 heads on a Coyote, you can put all that stuff on a Coyote, Gen 3, same thing, there's 3, 2, 1 Coyote uh, build, Gen 3 bottom end, Gen 2 heads, Gen 1 cams. So it is a coyote. 
if I get a Predator block, stuff a boss cam in it, stuff GT350 heads in it, and Predator cams in it, it is a Coyote. <clears throat> At what power level do I need oil pump gears with a Roadrunner motor on E? Um, I don't think ethanol matters. I don't even know why you even reference fuel. If you have a Boss 302 motor, you don't need oil pump gears at 10 or 11 PSI. But if you want an insurance, you don't need homeowner's insurance if you own a home. But if something were to happen, you want to be covered, right? So if you happen to hit the rev limiter a lot, or if you have a pro charger with a stage two hub on the crank that extends the crank out four inches and has an axial, sorry, radial load on all of the oil pump stuff, you might want a better oil pump gear in it. Limiter two-step and uh, transbrake will kill oil pump gears. Absolutely. Hey, just remembered, uh, what? just entering, what's a safe power level for my 13 boss and best boost performance to go with whipple or centrifugal potential eighth racing? Eighth racing. If you're going to do an eighth mile race, a Linden watch, you're going to want a whipple because you're probably going to get a better 60 foot with a whipple than a centrifugal. Centrifugal make horsepower after 5,000 RPMs. The Whipple makes better torque under that. So I would get a positive displacement, TVS, or a Whipple supercharger. My P1X crankshaft bolt backed itself out. Rattled the pulley, broke the keyway, snout still intact. What caused it? Really? Have I not been talking about shit-ass pro charger setups for about two years? If you turn the torque management off on GM vehicles, the transmission won't last long. Well, that's the transmission's problem, Socrates fries. That's the, the 6R80 is going to be fine. Torque reduction for trans longevity from the factory. Yes, um, and yeah, yeah, it, it softens up everything. So imagine you're slamming in a gear. What are you going to stress out? You're going to stress out the drive shaft. You're going to stress out the axles. You're going to stress out everything. You're going to stress out the bearings. You're going to stress everything out. If you're racing... You want that son of a bitch to hit hard. Sorry. Sorry. It's just how it is. Glass of Credit says, no, 485360 Vortec, not a less in my opinion. It's an LS. Does it fit? You're saying a 5.3 is not an LS. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, Gen 3, Gen 4 LS, super simple. I'm building 321 KID with a Gen 3 block, Gen 1 hands, and I'm thinking about using Gen 2 cams if they work with the Gen 1 heads. Smash or devour, what dictates what cams you use? What is the most critical component? Chat! Tell Smash or devour what is the determining factor as to what cams you use on your car. Those same people who say it is not a Coyote swear the Shelby is not a Mustang. Right, exactly. Alex, I have a Vengeance 1 stage clutch on my stock MTD 2D4. I'm still getting grinding on third gear, semi-quick shifts. Well, I mean, just, what do you want me to do? <laughs> like, shift better? I don't know. Call Vengeance? Why are you asking me? Rods from a Gen 1 to Gen 3 fits on Voodoo Crank, just heavier than the Voodoo Rods. Um, Alex, how much power have you seen an Illuminator Coyote make? Um, a thousand wheel and chilling. If you're not looking to make more than a thousand wheel... You're, the Gen 3 Illuminator is it. Does the Gen 1 F-150 motor have the same limits horsepower as the Gen 1 Mustang motor? Yep. The intake cam sucks. It's a good idea to get the intake cams out of there and it's lower compression. So, but remember, if you buy a Gen 1 F-150 motor and you're just going to just change the cam, intake cam to a Mustang cam, 
and you're going to try to go racing in it, remember, it's slightly lower compression. And what kind of life did that motor live? In a truck. It towed. It did dumb shit. It was probably a workhorse. So that motor's pretty tired, boss. So you might want to do a complete rebuild of that situation. Make sure the rods are good, straight, not stretched out, nothing weird. I wouldn't just trust a Gen 1 Coyote motor from a truck, change the cam out, and, and do the thing. I, I would definitely go through the thing. <clears throat> Pros and cons of a 3-2-1 build, just getting a Gen 2 crank rods and piston. Pros and cons of a 3 to one build over just getting Gen 2 rods. Slightly more compression on the Gen 3. Gen 3 has more compression. Even though compression is technically dictated on the gasket, the head, the CC. The Gen 3 bottom end with Gen 3 heads is 12 to 1 compression. So maybe the piston is a, a, slight, a slighter uh, bump in horsepower than Gen 2. Garbage Pro Charger Crank Pulley Design. Exactly. Good morning, Ashley Fox. How you doing? Whose ass did you post on Instagram? That I was going to say. What's going on here? Should have bought ESS if you care about your crank pulley. Uh, computer, computer. Uh, exactly. What computer are you using? So my 5.3 in my Silverado isn't an LS? Uh, according, Joe Jackson, according to this chat, a 5.3. So can you claim a stock bottom end record if you have a 5.3? Bo- can you claim an LS? Can you claim a... Stock LS bottom three record if you have a 5.3 or a 4.8 as a bottom end. Interesting. Exactly. Computer, computer. The cams you use are going to be dictated as to the computer or generation control pack you're using. What are your thoughts on LLM? No spring required cams. Uh, NSRs, Gen 2 long block built bottom end single turbo. Um, I don't know shit about LLM's Gen 2 camshafts. When it comes to Gen 2 camshafts, this is what you're going to use. You're going to use a Comp Stage 3 NA cam. But what about, but what about, do you trust me? Do you trust me leading you in the right direction? Do you trust that all of my experience has given you, I, I, I give you the, 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 the quickest path to success? Do you trust this chat? Do you take what I say seriously? Then you're going to get a Comp Cam Stage 3 NA cam on your Gen 2 Mustang, whether it's NA or boosted. Period. Alex, how much would it take to go numbers in a blower car like sevens or high eights? Well, my red car, rest in peace, was a 9-1 car, 153, with a Gen 3 TVS, 69 uppers, 5% lower, Whipple throttle body. If I would have brought the weight down um, in a 4 or 200 hub, and I had 315s, I could have 373s and probably would have gone eights. To be honest with you, money-wise, it about fifty thousand bucks, <laughs> about the car included. Same thing. Um, Alex, Gen two or Gen three illuminator? Again, you can't just get a Gen three illuminator and put it in the Gen two car. What the fuck is going on with people? Are, are we are we back in two thousand and eighteen explaining simple basic shit? You can't put a Gen 3 motor in a Gen 2. You can't put a Gen 3 motor in a Gen 1. You can't put a Gen 1 motor in a Gen 3. You can't put a Gen 2 motor in a Gen 3. If you have a Gen 2, you get a Gen 2 Illuminator. If you have a Gen 1, you get a Gen 1 Illuminator. If you have a Gen 3, you get a Gen 3. What the fuck is so hard about that? Basics. 101. Go back look at my other 2,000 videos that I got up. 
Right. Could you imagine someone saying a 5.3 is not an LS? LS is the design, not the materials. Exactly. I'd never install a Pro Charger from the hot air intake alone. I don't have the ECU yet. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I can't. Smash your devourer. Go back from the beginning of time. Watch every single one of my videos. Please. Um... So LSX blocks aren't LS either. Exactly. Any new word on ESS for Gen 1? Nope. I, why are you asking me? I don't know shit about ESS. I, I am out of the ESS game. We tune them, but I'm not like, he's not like tight with me sending me emails. They named them for a reason. The 5.3 Vortec is a completely different from a 5.3 LS in 06 Impalas and Mani. <laughs> We're talking about LSs. So if you're referencing a, five, a, a different variant I'm talking about LS's Linden. Do you think I'm talking about the 5.3 Vortec? Did you hear the word Vortec come out of my fucking mouth? My God. According to the Facebook group, Late Model Mayhem, a 5.3 is an LS only when it is beating a, a Coyote. My Gen 1 from 50 has 36,000 original miles. Why do I care? Why am I... Why the fuck are you mentioning miles on this chat? Who gives a fuck about miles? Oh, I bought it from a veteran. Who gives a fuck? Bro, this isn't this chat. This isn't the chat where you go up to a gas station and tell everyone your life's fucking story. You understand? I bought it from a veteran. and he, Nobody cares. Love you. This isn't that chat. Holy shit. Life story. Yeah, they tried getting them from Jags. Let's talk about that. How stupid are you? To think that you're going to get a coyote for a thousand bucks. Like, how much air do you breathe in and out of your mouth to think that you were going to actually get delivered a coyote motor for 500 or an illuminator for, uh, or a 5.2 XS for 1500 bucks? How stupid are you? Please, please look into the mirror and point to yourself and go, I'm definitely going to get Jegs to deliver the motor for 500 bucks. Are you that fucking stupid? Do you think Jags is going to go, well, well, it's a clerical error, but we're definitely going to lose millions and millions of dollars because we have to stand by our price. No, dickhead. What they're going to do, asshole, they're going to return your money and say it was a clerical error. It was a listing error. It was a glitch in the system. You really think you're going to get an Illuminator or a 5.2XS or a fucking Coyote for 1000 or 500 bucks delivered to your house, stupid-ass motherfucker? No. You're going to get a refund and a sorry. We're not stupid enough to lose millions of dollars on a listing that was put up badly. Stop it thinking you're going to get that. Stop posting on Facebook. Stop posting on Instagram. You are not going to get a coyote sent to your fucking house for $500. Shut the fuck up, please. What the fuck? Yeah, there's no way they would honor that. Like, what, what planet do you fucking live on? And some shithead is probably going to take it all the way to the fucking end. I'm definitely... Hey, you posted it for 500 bucks, so you have to... No, they don't. No, they don't owe you shit, boy. They don't owe you a goddamn thing. They'll be like, get the fuck out of my store. Get the fuck out of here. I love people that think they're owed something because something was listed incorrectly. Like, what 
business does that anywhere. Let's say you go to a gun store and let's say there's some kind of, I don't know, some Smith, not Smith and Wesson, uh, 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 um, six sour, I don't know, some 365, whatever the fuck. And someone mislabels it and it's $250. And you go, oh my God, that's a $1,500 gun. Hey, I'd like to buy this $300 gun. Uh, oh shit, I'm sorry, Bethany fucked up on the listing. That's actually 1500 bucks. Well, I'm not leaving here until you sell me the gun for the listed price. And he's gonna take out his daily driver and go, get the fuck out of my store right the fuck now. Because you caused the scene. So, if you think you're gonna get a $500 coyote sent to your shit, you got something coming. I did this with the 350 intake when they first came out before Ford caught on. I bought a Coyote with the intention of building it um, and putting it in an S197 or a Fox body so I don't have the control pack yet because I don't have the car yet. I don't have the control pack yet. Okay. Uh, Smash or devour. What you're going to do is this. You're going to buy a Gen 2 control pack and you're going to build your car around that control pack. So, Gen 2 control pack. Then you're going to buy yourself a stock Gen 2 motor from the parts farm. You go to the parts farm and you say, I would like a Gen 2 running motor. They're going to show you a picture in a video of a running motor and you're going to go, I want that. You're going to shove it in your Fox body. You're going to put an 18 manifold in it, LU47s and E85 and go to Lund Racing and get it tuned and live a happy life. Once you get bored of that, you're going to have to then decide what supercharger you're going to go with. Then I'm going to have to ask you how fast do you want to go and what is your budget? And I'll probably steer you towards a Whipple with a 132 throttle body and a 123 cold air and 1300 injectors and that's enough power to get you into the eights. You want simple? That's the simple combo. If you want to complicate your life with three, two, one builds, stock mode, stock gen, stock uh, gen one F one fifty motors, da 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 da. Okay, complicate your life all you want, or get your big boy pants on, get a Gen two control pack, Gen two motor, make life easy for yourself. Not for me. I don't give a shit. I mean, I bought a core Gen one F one fifty Coyote. That happens a lot. People do that with candy bars, etc. If sometimes a price tag mismatch and it's a scan price. Hit us up for your Gen 2 control pack. There you go. DNA High Performance has Gen 2 control packs from Ford Racing, Ford Performance. Hit them up. Gen DNA High Performance. It's not Walmart, right? So, trading in my 11 GT500, that is bone stock, it was never tracked. The dealer is now selling it for less than they gave me. Guess the market is tough. So, one of the better bargains. One of the better bargains you're going to find out there, gentlemen, if you like stick shift cars, is an 11 to 12 GT500. And I'm going to tell you why. And maybe you have heard this a million times from me, but I'm going to remind you as to why I think that's the best bang for your buck. 11 to 12 performance package GT500s came with 373 gears. They came with a TR6060. 297 first gear. I understand the 266 first gear is stronger and has a tighter gear stack. But for a zippier feeling car, the 297 is fine. 297 TR6060, 373s, has an aluminum block, and it has an M122 supercharger. It is a TVS upgrade, CJ65, PMAS 120 and MU52 injectors and a tune with booster pumps away from being a 10.7, 10.6 stick car 
making 650 rear wheel horsepower. Take a TVS, 2.4 pulley, CJ65, bigger, better flowing elbow if you want to get one of those. PMAS 120, ME50. This thing is a 650 horse Mustang, 10.6, 10.7, right off the rip. And it is a wonderful car, in my opinion. The 13 to 14 GT500s had a better or a higher revving motor and it made more horsepower. But I'm a sucker for the 5.4 in that generation with 373s and a 297 first TR6060. And you can probably get them for 37000 bucks right now. Jags is not Wally World. Exactly. Why y'all making Alex so mad today? You know, the thing is that I think when I go for away for a week, I go away for a week. People, it's like it's like a, a horse that you, you don't ride often. Do you know anything about horses? Let's say you get a horse. And you ride that motherfucker all the time. And now it knows what you want to do and it's on your program. And you forget to ride it for a month. And then it reverts back to being a fucking asshole. But I think that's what the Mustang world reverts back to being when I go away for a week. I am the regulator. I am the one that tells you, you're stupid, shut up. And what happens when I go away for a week? It reverts back to being so fucking stupid. So now... You see what the world is without me in it, especially the Mustang world. There is no regulator. There are people out there touting the California special Mustang, the ball washers. Like you must be embarrassed right now if you're a company that represents Ford and Ford Mustang and you plastered this California special on your Facebook page. You fucking clown with your purple wheels. Stupid ass shit. Popping off on this 800 horsepower Whipple, knowing that it's going to be a torque-reduced monster that, that, that costs another $20,000 on top of already bloated price with all of the torque reduction on the planet. You fucking clown. So the world reverts back to being absolute re retardation when I'm gone for a week. Oh, look at this deal on a 500 horsepower. I can't, a $500 Coyote. Oh, try it out. And people think that's some kind of flex. Stupid. It's stupid. Like, stupid. Um, Nicholas Loth, uh, PMAS 120, every single day. Um, wish they made a 5.8 Coyote. Now, someone, someone must have been listening to like 1320 video the other day. They're like, oh yeah, Coyote still hasn't been fives. Actually, not that I'm a fan of MMR, but MMR has been fives years ago in a Coyote variant. But I think that shit was billet dumb shit. But you saw Keith Ray go 6-1 to fucking 50-something in a 5-4. You see people like Brett starting to really lean on the Coyote, FFRE built Coyote. I think he's been in the 6-3s. You don't think in a year or two or by the end of next year, someone would have gone 5-9-X in a Coyote with a cast block? I think so. I But, but I think it requires... Something that resembles like a fox body. Even though Brett's car is light, it, it, it doesn't resemble the, the, the super lightweight nature of a fox body. So if somebody really wanted to get after it, they would equip a Coyote with a 25 or 26 or 2700 horsepower methanol cast block. Like you got to run M1 or a mix. You got to have a cast block. Even if it's filled, I don't care. And I think in a 2,600-pound Fox, like a grudge-style situation, because there's 
one second uh, eighth mile coyotes. If they get a 109 or 108 60 foot, 40 or 41 eighth, and back half it and don't care about blowing it up, if they're running full M1 and 50 plus pounds of boost, you're going to see, you're going to see a five second coyote in the quarter mile. And then what the fuck you got to say about that? Yeah, MMR went 565. Like, but it was a coyote variant. Let's look it up, uh, YouTube. Because, you know, a lot of people think the coyotes haven't been fives, but this is a billet situation, so we'll see. Um, let me see. Um, MMR five second coyote. Even though I'm not an MMR fan, three years ago. Again, this is probably billet. It's probably all the dumb shit. And you know the the, the, the MMR haters, I hear you. Shut the fuck up. Uh, who cares? It's not that serious. I mean, honestly. It's a coyote design. You could say whatever the fuck you want to say. If, it, if there's a coyote in this thing, fives is fives. I mean, I don't know what the fuck it went. It must have been taken with like a iPhone 1. But they claim 567, so there you go. I, I don't know. I don't have to tell you. The same people that claim coyotes are whack and then Honda motors are better, the Honda motor is in a car that looks just like that. But I think a Fox body could go fives with a coyote cast block looking like a Fox body. The only time Alex search history have will have MMR in it. No, look... Uh, you can make fun of MMR all you want, but they sell a lot of the guides, the tensioners. They sell uh, old pump gears. I, I would trust an MMR old pump gear over most old pump gear stuff out there. You know, I'm not going to name names, but because they like to get litigious. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Imagine what he could do with the 315. Is a 150 millimeter cold air intake worth it on a Whipple Gen 3? Not if you're under 1,000 horsepower. How was all the premix? How was all the premix in the air at World Cup from all the rotaries? Wow, dude. The I don't know how people race often with nitro, exotic race gas, methanol, and not have like the most cancerous of all cancers on the planet. I'm a healthy guy generally. Um, I'd like to. I don't want to live a long life. I don't want to look old. I, you know, sixty's good. 60, if shit goes downhill, I had a good run. You just start looking like you're just tired and wore out after 60 anyway, depending depending on how much steroids I want to take uh, in my 50s. Because I guarantee you, there'll be TRT or something in my system uh, in my 50s. I, I don't care. Like, who cares at that point? Probably start drinking then too. <laughs> so, because it's like a preservative. I don't understand. Okay, it makes sense why everyone looks insanely unhealthy at tracks. If you go to a racetrack, everyone looks gray. Everyone looks tired. Everyone looks like, how old are you? 38. I'm like, holy shit, what happened to you? When you're around racing, it's stressful. 
It's unhealthy. You're eating the worst chicken strips on the planet. Your asshole is probably prolapsed from all the shitty track food and the toilet just, just, it's just nasty. And you are stressed out. You work late hours. So if you're into racing, you look old faster because you're psycho. You're fat. You're out of shape. You look like shit. You have no life. Uh, and you're, all you're doing is racing cars. Then you go to the track and you're sniffing alcohol, methanol, nitro, and you're probably smoking like a fucking chimney. And I'm like, this isn't something I want to do or be around long term because it's insanely unhealthy. Do I want to go fast in my cars on a rental? Yep. Do I want to go fast with my cars on the street? Yep. Do I want to build cars to attend four or five races a year? Fuck no. Alice is going to look like the Liver King. Absolutely. Like when the Lambo ran sevens, but the Grey Goose went sevens. No respect. I tell you, um, so I don't even understand. I don't want Lund to get any respect from those people. Like, like underground, T1, people that we respect. They recognize. They they go, bro, badass. Sixes, six R eighty, badass. Jake went up and understood the gravity of the situation. Holy shit, badass. So so the right people gave us our flowers. And when I say us, I say Lund. Me, I am not involved in this at all. I didn't tune the car. I, all I did was basically crew and and and, and I slam tickets and maybe. This is also supporting the business where I try to filter some information and get you on the right path. Maybe it's a little abrasive and maybe your pussy doesn't like it when I call you a fucking clown. But at least I filter the shitheads away from our system and get people on the ball and running a good number. And that's fine. If I do that, that's great and that supports the system. But there is still a level of disrespect by people that haven't run a number. Like... I would never look at MMR and go, fuck them. I have no dog in that fight. I have no beef in that fight. I have nothing. They ran a 565 with a Coyote in their race car. Have I? No. So I should just shut the fuck up. I've also noticed that people that will never run a number, have never run a number, and don't even own a car are the biggest critics. My biggest (sighs) victory or the biggest victory that Lund did in this thing is shut those people up. They'll be back because people have very short memories. They'll be like, oh, yeah, fuck Lund in about three months when, like, a, a, a tricky car beats a Lund car, N.A. versus N.A. by a fender some, in some fucking desolate desert shit-ass Arizona town. We'll be back to sucking. You know, so, so it, it's, like a, it's like a big cycle of bullshit. So we're just like, well, whatever. Um, Colazzo says, 22 manual Mach 1, what is your perfect daily setup? Not the Mach 1, I'll tell you that much. Um, the perfect daily setup, in my opinion, was a Gen 3, my, honestly, my Gen 3 with a ESS was perfect. My, because look, daily means you're good, you don't mind getting some scratches on it, you don't, you know, it's a daily, it's a daily. Like, people think that daily and show car are in the same, uh, 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 universe they're not when you daily a car it's going to get nicks and scratches and it's going to be you know reliable and and give you the least amount of problems possible and after experiencing a gen 3 car with an ess at 650 horsepower 
that was a perfect daily. If it got nicked, I didn't care. If it got scratched, I didn't care. You know, uh, the, got got uh, brake dust all over the wheels. Wash it once a week. I'm gonna have run it through the slapper. You know, I'm not gonna detail that car. I'm gonna run it through the slapper for for twelve or fifteen bucks, and I'm a happy guy. That's a great daily. I wouldn't consider that a race car. You know, that's a great daily. If I had um, twin 285s, return soft fuel system E85, boom, that car stops being a daily because I can't get gas anywhere. Uh, East versus West, X, Devin, Laird versus, okay. You can still do AC with a Yodi swap. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to have to be aftermarket, Jocko Bell. It, you're the Jocko Bell. It's probably going to have to be something like a, um, oh, forget, aftermarket, after, uh, aftermarket aftermarket AC system. I forget the name. Um there's like a there's like a big one. There's like a big one that's um like an aftermarket situation. Vintage air. So you can get a, a stock compressor and plumb that sucker in and you're basically gonna have kind of like a center console that or you can plumb it through the stock Fox body stuff. Actually you can so if you have the condenser and everything in place on a Fox body, you can have the AC system work properly because Jake sells um, AC relocation kits for coyotes, uh, coyote swaps. So yes, if you had a vehicle that had AC from the factory, but you're swapping in a coyote, as long as that air conditioner, air, the compressor fits the coyote because S, S, um, SNs, you know, like uh, 20, 2000 and what is it? 96 through 2003 Mustangs that get coyote swapped. You can use the factory compressor with Jake's bracket and have it run through the stock system. So technically, yes. Nestor says, Alejandro, 2011 5500 Pierce for 33978. You just nudged me over the edge. There you go. Take a look at it, brother. 297 first. It's got to be performance package. 297 first, 373s, um, TVS, CJ65, PMS120, ME52s, booster pumps, 10 second pump gas car. And it'll make more torque than the Coyote. GT500s have this crazy ability, supercharge, to make similar torque than horsepower a la a Corvette, a ZR1. So 650, 640 is very normal for a um, GT500. 650 horsepower, 650 torque. 1,000, 1,000 is very normal on a GT500. 1,200, 1,100 is very normal on a GT500. So if you want torque, stick, affordable, 11 to 12 GT500 is where it's at. It is a performance package. Brother, if you can swing it, pick it up. There always be a Tony full bolt-ons, FLKA out there just whining to pop off every time they get a chance. Yeah, but you got to understand, though, like their credibility is gone. Like gone. There is nothing they can say. Lund went 1060 foot. You can never say Lund doesn't know shit about suspension. Lund tuned the vast majority of S550s. And almost 90% of the time, when people ask us in the ticket system, my car is not launching well, what can I do? I say, let me guess what suspension company you got your ship from. They're like, yes. I go, 
try these settings. Get rid of the rear springs. Put a Steeda drag spring in there with two spacers, two 3.8 spacers and a 3.15 tire back there. Tighten up the front. Do not stuff the rear tire into the quarter panel. Wouldn't you know it? The son of a bitch 60 foot's really good. I put in a timing ramp. The amount of times I've had to unfuck someone's suspensions settings is ridiculous. But you know, what what am I going to do? Constantly pop off about it? No, I'm just going to say, I know how to fix your shitty advice. Here you go. But are we suspension gurus? No. Do we fix your shitty suspension stuff? Absolutely. You need a PBH swap cover and bracket kit for AC power steering alternator. PBH for the win. Jake answers every question for swaps. PBH building me a new 6R80. Looking forward to running the ne- that next season. Guys, the quickest and fastest 6R80s on the planet are PBH built. Six speed or 4R200 equipped. Period. You guys keep talking about someone else. You guys keep blah, 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 blah. What about this guy? What about that guy? What about this guy? And since the beginning of time, I have said PBH 6R80, Gen 2, PBH 6R80, Gen 2. Like, and why wouldn't you listen to me after what Lund was able to accomplish on two separate vehicles at World Cup? Wanting AC if I do a swap because it isn't a street, but it isn't a street car unless that shit got AC, especially living in South Carolina. Thanks, Alex says M Calazzo. Would you bother with OPGs if I plan to keep power below 700 horsepower? No, honestly, no. Exactly. No, says Jake Calazzo, but if it helps you sleep at night, it is an insurance policy. If you go, well, that's one less thing I got to worry about, then go ahead and install OPGs. I did not have OPGs in my Gen 3. It probably, wherever it is right now, still doesn't have OPGs. And that sucker made 795 rubble horsepower. Rear wheel horsepower. Could you imagine putting stickers on already existing shocks and claiming to be a suspension company? Could you imagine putting different fluid on already existing shock and claiming to be a suspension company? Could you imagine getting a set of Vikings, draining the fluid, putting new fluid in that probably does the same shit, and then you say, these are mine. Could you imagine? Every time I make a pull in my exhaust comes loose. Okay. Tighten your exhaust. <laughs> there we do. What's the budget would you recommend for Gen 2 autos? The Steeda Stop the Hop Kit. Viking front struts. Uh, I think it's a... A... Uh, there's different valving, but I'd rather it on the tight side. Hey, yo. Uh, rear Warriors or Crusaders, whatever you want to do. Probably Warriors. Uh, Steeda drag springs, two three eight spacers, three fifteen fifty seventeen tire, front skinny, maybe a K member, um, and lightweight brakes. And uh, you know, if you don't cut one one twos consistently, something's wrong with you. Lowering springs on a drag pack is a recipe for eating paint and sidewalls. Exactly, exactly. A lot of people look at those cars launch and they're like, those cars are running good, and the timing ramp we have to put in is ridiculous. Alex, my car's still not hooking from the track. What are your settings? Don't worry about my settings. I got an expert on it. Oh, let me guess. That's your expert. Here's a timing ramp. Oh, it hooked. My settings are on the money. Why don't you try my settings? Here. Holy shit, it cut a tenth off. Oh, take the timing ramp off. Look, it still hooks, asshole. Like three times a week that happens. But whatever. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. We have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. Vetted combos. 
Get better exhaust clamps or get stupid and get the pipes welded together. Yeah, a lot of people do V-band stuff. A lot of people just forego the ball and socket situation or, or straps. They just go V-band and forget about it. And honestly, it's a little expensive, but that shit will never come, come apart. Jake says, stock magnified drag mode seemingly helped me more than I expected on roll races. A50 wheel. <laughs> Caltrack next. <laughs> like this motherfucker didn't listen to anything we said here. Like he didn't listen to anything we said here. Um, you touched on a seven-second platform using stock Gen 3 bottom end. You think it's possible for a 3,250-pound car with a power? Absolutely. Five was telling. We've had cars that weigh 3,600 pounds with a stock Gen 2 motor run a seven. So you absolutely can get a stock Gen 3 bottom end, 3,250 pound race car to sevens with a glide. If you're willing to run 20 so pounds of boost, it's going to need to make about 1,200 horse. It's going to have to cut a 1,160 for like a high 1,1, 1,1,9, 1,2,0. It's going to have to be pretty serious. Guys, the hardest, the, the easiest way to get to achieve your number is to 60 foot the car really well. Back halfing the car just stresses everything the fuck out. So if you front half really nasty, you don't need to back half that nasty. Alex, what do you think about a 315 uh, with a 315 with a 373 in a turbo 400? I don't know what the fuck. It, with, what do you think about 3.15 with a 373? What do you think about two different gear ratios? I, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. S197 drag springs that much better than stock. Uh, gotta love the gotta love the know-it-alls. Just listen to the pros, Alex. I love hearing all about the newer 50s, but we can have a show dedicated to all the 50 push rod motors that we did back in the day. We did that many times. Just watch older chats. I'm not gonna sit here and talk to you about small block Fords, 302s, uh, GT40P heads. Uh, you know, uh, 60 uh, FE motors, FE motors, FE motors. Like we're gonna start talking about fucking FE motors all of a sudden. Fuck that. No, no, thank you. I'm good. Uh, Alex, what do you think about the new 6.8 liter Mustang? Can Galazzo. <laughs> that red wine color Gen 3 from Midnight ran 7s, if I'm not wrong. It's also nice. Insurance putting a Gen 3 bottom end on a Gen 2, or are there any gains? Um, I would prefer to have a Gen 2 motor back there. You have a little bit of a bigger tuning window because it's lower compression. And says AJ says, is the power glider or a turbo 400 better with a coyote? It depends on your it depends on your goals and what you're doing with it. Smash a devourer says. I had an 18, 10, or 80 that had Eibach lowering springs. The car wouldn't hook for shit. Talking about 315 tire in a 373 gear. What about it? Like, what about it? Yes, it'll work. But it all depends on your power output. It all depends on which turbo 400 you have. You have a close ratio, like a 180, 180 first, 132nd, 1-1. Third, uh, do you have a lockup converter, non-lockup converter? It, a lot of factors. It's not just tire and rear gear, plain and simple. Did you ever get? Did you ever weigh your zero one with you in it? No, I have not. Nineteen to twenty-three fifty with a Whipple, eleven to twelve with a VMP, three fifty, a hundred percent. Alex, how much boost do you think before you're blowing up your ring lines on the Gen three stock bottom end? I mean, I've seen Gen threes last up to seventeen psi, not really have much of an issue, or even twenty psi, but. It depends if it was built on a Wednesday or not. Uh, 409 gears for a 2018 plus MT2 for NA build. Yes, that's a great idea, honestly. My crossover fuel line popped off my fuel rail. Any ideas? I have a Whipple supercharger. Um, no idea why your crossover fuel line would pop off unless it's just bad quality. Okay, guys, I'm out of here. Man, that's a lot. So, gay cars are being put out by Ford. California Special being the number one example. 
800 horsepower Whipple 24 Mustangs are coming out. Get ready for high 10s or to get beat by uh, GT350s NA because of the torque reduction. Just look at their F-150 stuff. I've never seen a Whipple-tuned car, Whipple-tuned car or truck run a serious number. It's just not what they do, okay? It's just a power number on the dyno and maybe stickers. And then once you get off of that tune, shit starts getting serious. Installing twin turbos in new uh, Mustangs without tuning is retarded. So retarded that I can't even begin to explain how retarded it is. 25 degrees, 5 to 6 PSI, pump gas is just the recipe for blowing shit up. But hey, uh, it'll bring you plenty of clout on Instagram. I'll be back on Tuesday to continue the effort to educate the masses on the stupidity that is out there. Because after one week of me being gone... The world went, the Mustang world went full retard all over again. And I'm here to regulate the bullshit and give you the real deal based on my experiences. And we'll get you guys caught up on the new stuff that's happening out there with Mustangs. If 24 Mustang becomes tunable sooner than later, that's when you'll start seeing me talk about it because that's when it matters. Let's let's just be honest. That's the only time it matters. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I'll see you guys on Tuesday for Talking Shit Tuesday. There'll be a video dropping tonight, 6 o'clock. Dino stuff on the GT500. Not a great outing. Had some issues, but car is good mechanically. It's just one little thing that I had to tweak that I just didn't have with me, so I'm going to have to go back on the dyno and finish that process, but at least you'll get to hear some sights and sounds and see me evaluate data logs and dyno graphs that are wavy as shit and trying to determine what is causing the issue. It'll be about a 15-minute long video, so hopefully you guys will enjoy some content later on tonight. Have a good rest of your Sunday. I will see the rest of you on Talking Shit Tuesday, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday. See you guys later.